1: All right a busy busy night. what a finish man. Monday night football. what a game. boy they've been they've actually been getting some really really good games. Not that you like the way all of them finish, but uh, last night Drew Locke took that team. the Seahawks 92 yards. The backup quarterback took them 92 yards including that throw for 29 yards you heard for the uh, touchdown. And the Eagles have now lost three straight games. That team that we had maybe half the season as the number one team in the NFL has now lost three straight games. Um, and you knew there was something going on when a team late in the year basically changes their defensive coordinator and lets somebody else call the plays and yet keeps the guy around. He didn't fire him, but my God. You talk about a demotion going from defensive coordinator and telling you, hey, uh, uh, you're not going to be calling the defenses anymore. Just go up and uh, help those guys up top. You won't be on the field. Matt Patricia is going to take over. I um, Matt, Matt Patricia is one of the great mysteries that why everybody thinks he's such a great coach. And I know, I know he and Belichick had some success. Last time he went there, Belichick took about 14 stupid pills and made that guy the offensive coordinator and everybody's brother, either out in front or at parties, was saying, Matt Patricia, as an offensive coordinator, he's a defensive coordinator. What are you doing? And honestly, it was a disaster, right? Last year was a a frigging disaster. So now the guy lands on his feet again. And he's uh, calling the plays defensively for the Eagles. And you know the crazy part? The crazy part is if we didn't sign Vic Fangio, he'd be the coordinator for this whole thing and they wouldn't be going through all this stuff. But uh, that's where you are, man. It's uh, it's crazy because we are down the stretch, man. Three left. Uh, matter of fact, the Dolphins' situation and uh, Barry did a nice job in the uh, <clears throat> Miami Herald of uh, really breaking down every scenario <clears throat> of the teams that matter the most. And by the way, it's pretty simple the teams that matter the most. It's basically the Ravens, who are the number one seed and at San Francisco this week. The Chiefs are the three seed, uh, a game behind you. And their schedule doesn't look real difficult with Vegas. Um, I should say the Raiders, the Bengals, and the Chargers so I don't throw you off on the Vegas Raiders. But uh, And then the Bills. The Bills are the, the third team because they've got the Chargers, Patriots, and the last game is the Dolphins. There's a good, good chance that the Bills are going to be 10-6 and six coming down here for the last game. So, But saying all that, all you need to do, all... Well, you gotta win this week, and that's what coaches all over. We'll play some uh, Coach McDaniel sound in a in a second here, but uh, you just you, you take care of these next three games. You win all three games, you're a number one seed. You don't have to wait on anybody. You don't need anybody to lose or win or tie. You just win your next three games, and you get a bye week. You get the first week off. We'll sit around. Oh, my God, I can't believe the last – when was the last time the Miami Dolphins got a bye week? It used to be the top two seeds, but now it's the number one seed where you had the first week off because you had one of the two best records in the AFC. That's been a long time. And you're in that situation where you can be the number one seed and get a bye week and sit back and see what happens here in the first week of uh, of the playoffs. So that's the good news. You could be the one seed if you win your last three. You, you will be. But if things don't go well, you could also be a wild card. Think about that. You could go from one seed to being a wild card. If you lose a couple games and the Bills come down here basically and beat in that last game, They, if we have the same record, they've beaten us twice if they were to win that last game. They'd come down here. And the Dolphins would do what we've done and we don't want to do anymore is go on the road as a wild card team. We just don't. And I know if we get that, we'll take it and we'll put a positive spin. But I want us to remember right now that with three left, I don't care who they are. You're good enough to play with anybody. You are. I know some of you may be rolling. Oh, we haven't beaten anybody. You got two of them at home. I think everybody's had their ups and downs. Everybody when the 49ers even were missing three of their best players on offense, they lost three in a row before winning the rest of the, rest of the games before and after. And uh, But but that's, that's the NFC. We're talking about the AFC. And uh, you're in a good situation, man. There's nobody out there that would be whining and complaining right now if I said, hey man, we're number two seed right now. We're going to play the number one seed. And if we win our last three games, we're going to have a bye week and be the number one seed in the AFC with three games left, there's not one person out there that's a Dolphins fan that wouldn't say, (laughs) crap, I'll take that. That sounds good. Now you get back to Coach talk. He can't worry about Baltimore right now, and he can't worry about the Buffalo Bills and how good they are. He got one thing on his mind, figuring out the Dallas Cowboys.
4: I instructed the players to anything other than Concerning yourself with the next opponent, which for us is the Dallas Cowboys and any other narrative um, that has to do with good teams or playoff seeds or the next three game, all that stuff. I I gave them the clearance to tell all members of the media to, with all due respect, F off. (laughs) With all due respect. um, Because all we're focused on is the Dallas Cowboys. All right. That's what he should say.
1: He can't be talking about, hey, guys, I got some good news today after beating the Jets 30 to nothing. Win our next three, and we're going to be free for a week before this thing starts as a number one seed. So uh, that's where you are, man. That's where you are. By the way, you know with all this going on, you know what tomorrow is? And it used to be a big friggin' deal down here because it affects so many players and, and Florida, Florida State, Miami fans understand how important it is. National Signing Day is tomorrow. And actually, if I'm not mistaken, Florida, Florida State, Miami all have really good classes. Really good classes. Obviously, Florida State's undefeated. Um, and again, for the first time in 20 years, Mario's probably going to end up with, and I saw some guys already change their mind and are uh, going to different schools. I saw the number one quarterback in the country just decommitted from Georgia to go, his dad's the offensive line coach to go to Nebraska. Boy, you gotta love your dad to leave Georgia and go to Nebraska to be the quarterback, huh? And his dad got a new contract, so he's like, alright, you give my dad a new contract as offensive line coach, I'm coming. But um, Mario talked about this, you know, today's a day where some people gonna flip, others will be recruiting more guys, because the the young guys can talk to each other and stuff. and But uh, Marle's going to have a good class one way or the other. We'll see what it ends up. I saw the uh, running back at St. Thomas Aquinas change his mind from Ohio State and is uh, going to go to Miami. So we'll see. We'll see if he gets any more guys to flip and uh, what this thing's going to look like. That, uh, that will be tomorrow. We'll have uh, a lot more on that. And also um, – Apparently, a lot of teams interested in Cam Ward, the Washington State quarterback. Did you see the report? The report is, uh, Miami Hurricanes right in there with them, but it's going to start you. It's going to cost you starting at one point five million dollars a year to get Cam Ward, the Washington State quarterback. Cam Ward will cost you. And the transfer portal, one point five million or more. Supply and demand. Everybody's trying to get him to take a visit. I guess he's taking a visit to Florida State and uh, and a visit to Miami. He's been down here, and uh, and now they're saying some other schools are jumping in here as uh, trying to find somebody. If you just lost a quarterback and you're looking, and you don't know if your four or five stars going to be ready to go, so. You're trying to get a proven guy. And Cam Ward is now
0: a proven guy. All right, you've officially come over to the side where money is the most important motivating factor in the decision now.
5: Well, you're gonna Remember I
0: told you this a few years back, I told you I said the money would get big enough where it would be the basically the only thing that these guys weighed when they're making their decision.
1: You know you know it's crazy. One
0: five is a big number.
1: Uh, it's crazy.
0: I don't I also isn't that against the rules. What? To like throw out a number and just tell everybody knows like what everybody's to. making. I I know, but everybody that needs to, to know, there's
1: supposed to be advertising deals and stuff like that. By the way, college football is a little bit like pros. The highest paid players in the NFL are quarterbacks, and the highest paid players in college football are the quarterbacks. We so have a so, player,
0: players restructuring contracts so we can uh, we can get other guys. We can build a good team.
1: Like well, man, one five. That's why the best thing you could do is develop your own guys. Get a four- or five-star, get him in there as early as possible. Yeah, but what do you do when he has one good season? His sophomore
0: year, when he balls out, what do you do? Then you got to pay him. (laughs) You know what this sounds like, right? I mean, this sounds like the NFL. Sounds like you draft the guy, you develop him, he plays
1: well, then actually, you got to decide whether to pay him. Yeah, but actually the NFL draft's much better because you get him for three- or four-year contracts. Yeah, they that's true. Leave. You get him a little They longer. can't leave yeah. after yeah. one year. Yeah. Basically, these are all one-year contracts.
0: But that's that's literally what this sounds like. Anyway. Let's, let's bring in the star player. Let's get him early and develop him, and we'll decide if
1: we want to pay him. Did you ever think there'd be a fight over the Washington State quarterback Cam Ward? that there would be a lot of schools interested in him? No, but I I think that
0: these are the kinds of guys that are going to be more coveted than the top
1: recruits. By the way, the Duke quarterback was hurt most of the year, so I looked at his number. He didn't play that much, but I guess he did have his moments. You think Notre Dame, you think he wanted to go there because we find out he's a Catholic? He was just Mm -hmm. going like just to be closer to the –
0: like Rudy? To the church? Like he just wanted to be there? Yeah. yeah.
1: No, I, I think he got paid.
0: I think this is the new, completely new way of college football, that you would rather go out and get a mid-to-top-level starter, proven starter, than start developing a young guy because it's just too much of a wild card.
1: I agree. That's what's going on. No question you, about that. You crushed that. me
0: for that last week. Are... That's okay. Because we got to get to Kyle. We don't... don't have time to yeah, fight. No, but, no, no. Yeah.
1: You're just uh, whatever, man. And get you get you another day. You've come around. It's right okay. now, I want to tell you about Air Around the Clock Air Conditioning and Plumbing. I want to talk about a company. that has been around thirty five years with uh, for all your air conditioning problems. Big Daddy Lenny, thirty five years ago, started this thing. First thing he did was because he worked out of that truck, man. He was working twenty four hours a day there when it first started, and working on the one truck, and then went to two, three. Now they're at one hundred thirty five trucks on the road daily to serve you seven days a week, trained and certified technicians. But I want to tell you about the other part of Air around-the-clock air conditioning and plumbing. The best plumbers in the business, licensed, experienced plumbers, any kind of plumbing problems you have, again, seven days a week for all your daily indoor and outdoor plumbing problems, they will be there for you. And I got more good news because they're calling themselves the Water Heater Kings of South Florida. They have a warehouse full of water heater units, all different sizes, like air air conditioning units, in a warehouse full. So when you call and yours blows out, and when they're done, they're done, and we'll come get the old one and put a brand new one in there for you, man. Ream water heaters ready to go. Box trucks right now filled with all size water heaters ready to go for you. Man, you can't go wrong. We got nothing but crews that do that all day, deliver air conditioning units, And water heaters, that's what they do. Get rid of that that one that just blew out last night. Pull that out today, get you a new one. Same day, installation is always a goal every day. Financing plans to help you out. Hey, man, air around the clock, air conditioning and plumbing. I can tell you this, they got really knowledgeable, good people that work their butts off with great service seven days a week. That's why they've been successful for a long time. Any kind of plumbing problem, go to 855-PLUMBER, 855-PLUMBER.
4: and plumbing i instructed the players to anything other than concern yourself with the next opponent which for us is the dallas cowboys and any other narrative um that has to do with good teams or playoff seeds or the next three game, all that stuff i, I gave them the clearance to tell all members of the media to with all due respect f off with all due respect Um, because all we're focused on is the Dallas Cowboys.
0: Dolphins head coach Mike McDaniel there. It is time to head out to the Toyota of Hollywood hotline. Shop hundreds of Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan.
1: All right, Woody, thank you. Let's go right to him. Kyle Krabs, host of Locked on Fins podcast, joins us this morning like he's been doing a lot, and, and we appreciate it. Kyle, good morning. How you doing? I'm
6: doing great, Joe. how are you?
1: I'm doing great, and uh we got a lot to get to um Were you surprised to see that ass whooping that we saw against the jets, considering all the guys that were out and the jets were coming off an impressive win?
6: Yeah, I certainly think you you saw the inactives list. you know the jets had some momentum coming in. you heard kind of the rumblings about. Aaron Rodgers might be cleared to play next week. If they're able to stave off elimination this week, and kind of be mathematically in it. So I certainly wasn't expecting a team that laid down and gave up. And that's what it felt like watching the Jets and then watching this game back. It just didn't, didn't have a lot of answers for anything on either side of the ball. Uh, Totally overwhelmed on the trenches uh, when the Dolphins' defense was out there, is a testament to 100 yards offense that they gave up. So, really impressive effort from the guys that suited up, and it was fun to watch the tape and see guys that got some bigger opportunities and how those guys stood, stepped up, and made some plays.
1: So, so I got to ask you. We do this every week. I think you and I have been doing this, going back, sitting next to each other, watching practices before the season started. Uh, we could be we could be in for a lot of Cotton Eichenberg and Jones at guard, center, and guard um, for a few weeks still. Even even going forward with Robert Hunt and that hamstring, I don't know how yeah. bad it is. I don't know if he tore it, but I sense he's still not going to be coming back. Uh, how far can you go, and how are they playing? I think he,
6: the the biggest thing that has to change is, and they they did a little bit of it against the Jets. Is I think you have to get a little bit more vertical in your run game. And there, there were just too many plays, and it, it manifested itself against the Jets where we're running some of our outside concepts. And your play side guard just can't get leverage on a guy who's shaded on his outside shoulder. And that guy strings it all, all the way down the, the line of scrimmage and is uh, the backside pursuit, and he's making a tackle three or four yards downfield, whereas if you get that block secured – you get up into the second level with some momentum and some explosiveness, and you can put your foot in the ground and get there earlier, so you have more room to work to to make the safety miss in the alley. So, um, I just think kind of the athletic limitations of those guys that they're, they're more powerful players prompts you to run the ball more, and you saw them take some of their toss action, and it was immediately hitting in between the tackles. So, I just think your run game has to hit a little differently. I think you saw some of that. But uh, from a pass protection standpoint, I did think this was the best they were, this group was, with communication and exchanging pass rushers. Because that's, as, as somebody's been plugged in because somebody gets banged up mid-game, it's felt like when you run twists and games and three-man stunts against the Dolphins pass pro, once somebody else gets inserted into the lineup, there's some hiccups in, in picking all of that up. And I understand the ball came out really quick in the passing game this week, but it also felt like those guys were as good as they've been all season about processing, yeah. uh, exchanging assignments and responsibilities.
1: Well, they played a lot of football together, boy, with uh, yeah. with all these uh, injuries and stuff. Uh, Austin Jackson goes out. I don't know if he can play. It sounds like he's going to try, but Kendall Lama, right tackle. How'd he play?
6: I thought he played fine. Uh, you got reps for him for both sides uh you're Miami obviously they're up big and, and Tron Armstead comes out of that game and they they bump him over to the left side so I thought he gave a really good effort against a really good pass rush group for the Jets their edge guys are really explosive they got a blend of size and length and uh burst and they all kind of bring something different to the table so on any given rep you could be tested in a number of different ways and I thought he he played p- perfectly fine at right tackle, and if that's something that they had to, to work through for uh, any short period of time, I think Kendall Lance earned earned my trust based off of how well he's played all season every time he's been called upon.
1: Yeah, that's good stuff too. Hey, uh, i got to ask you about secondary and uh, Deshaun Elliott, and of course Javon Holland did not play, so <clears throat> you're going with Brandon Jones and Elijah Campbell. Man, I thought they played really well. What a difference a week of getting some some playing time together, especially Brandon Jones playing, getting a couple of interceptions and, you know, a guy that's kind of been a lot better towards the line of scrimmage than than playing back. But boy, what a game he had. What would you think of their play overall?
6: Yeah, so it, even if you wipe away the interceptions, I just think from a consistency standpoint, uh, from a field vision standpoint I thought this was the best game Brandon Jones has had this season and again that that's not including the two intercepts just everything about being back there uh, felt like this was a game that, that was a, a really strong performance for him so that'll be key for Miami just because of how this defense is so communication and safety oriented uh, and they haven't had the core secondary together for many games this season whether it's Ramsey missing the first half of the season, or Xavier Howard getting bumped up, or Javon Hollins missed a couple of games, Uh, Deshaun Elliott's missed a couple of games, like, to be able to have a third guy that you feel like can step in there and do it at a high level would be huge, and I think Brandon Jones, maybe his skill set is never necessarily going to... um, match the skill set of the guys that are are projected as the starters just based on their different body types with different skills. But if he can see it cleanly and he can communicate it cleanly and quickly, I think that would be a huge boost for Miami down the stretch just to make sure they have the consistency that they need if somebody gets bumped.
1: I um, was wondering what you thought, and were you surprised to see Jalen Ramsey stay on Garrett Wilson both sides the whole game? Did that surprise you, or did I didn't see that one coming?
6: I, I'm excited that we keep getting new layers to this defense. So we went all season long and it was, well, we get a left corner and a right corner. We're not going to flip sides. And now it's week 16 now. And now teams have to start asking themselves, okay, well, what happens if, if they play matchups and guys travel? And it's just, it's just that extra layer to it. And yeah, when when you don't have, uh, Xavier Howard and it is Jalen Ramsey I think you're doing your your best to defender a disservice to not give him a chance to take that matchup and really dominate it and he did an amazing job with it.
1: Yeah, the other one I thought and it was I was my take, maybe have a different take, so Sauce Gardner had the game off basically they said hey Sauce sit over there, enjoy yourself because we're going after DJ Reed and Jalen Waddle going to chew him up. Um did that surprise you that they didn't, or do they think that much of DJ Reed and look at him as uh, almost as good as Sauce Gardner?
4: Well,
6: that, that's the uh, the foil versus what Miami did with Jalen Ramsey, right? Is okay, Sauce. You know, you're going to mm-hmm. line up on the left side all game. Okay, that's fine. Enjoy no action. <laughs> um, I, I think Reed's a good player, and I thought Reed played pretty well the first time these two teams played, but. Jalen Waddell had him in a dark place throughout the course of that football game. He, he shook him. He torched him. He burned him. He had him eating the grass, the Bermuda grass. It was um, when a guy's on like that and the matchup's working and they're not going to change it, you'd be crazy to have to go away from it. And I think the dolphins, you know, obviously the way that game script went, they didn't have to keep their foot on the gas in the passing game and be aggressive and, give this team a chance to get a turnover and get back into the game. So they hit the shots they needed to hit. Uh, They were more than content to take the matchup that Waddle was winning with consistency. And if the jets never adjust, the jets never adjust. And that's their problem.
1: And finally, the other matchup, I thought Bradley Chubb just chewed up uh, Becton at, at left tackle, just wore his ass out. And, um, those are just a few of the matchups I thought that were really dominated to kind of set up the success of this team. Do you agree with that one too?
6: Yeah, I, I would I would look at really the entire defensive line. Uh, I, I think they all deserve flowers for winning the, the one-on-one matchups that they had. And yeah, Chubb obviously with the three sacks and the performance that he had and, and uh, the manufacturing getting the ball on the ground with the forced fumbles and I'm just, I'm very, as somebody who, when they traded for Bradley Chubb, I thought it was a great move at the time, and it didn't really manifest in that moment because he was playing hurt down the stretch. I'm so fired up that the Dolphins are getting this version of Bradley Chubb here and now because this is the player he's capable of being. And when he's on like this, you see why he's a former top 10 overall pick.
1: Yeah. And, you know, it's funny you said that because he did not move when we got him on that trade, right before the NFL trade deadline, uh, he he didn't move anything like he is moving now. Coming off the ball and his strength, you're right. He just looks like a completely, uh, completely different guy. So, so I got to ask you this one. Um, here we go, man. Three games, and we could go anywhere from a number one seed to a oh, wild card. What a crazy my, situation! Daniel's
6: not going to like you asking me this.
1: <laughs> so. So how do you feel now? Uh, we've been a little roller coaster the last six days between the two games. Uh, Dallas, how do you feel about the Dallas matchup? They haven't played as well. I know they're not playing in Buffalo. They're going to be playing down here in Miami, uh, coming down here where they've struggled on the road.
6: Yeah, uh, I, I certainly feel different about the Dallas matchup now than I did 48 hours ago when, when Buffalo ran all over them. Uh, I do think Miami will have an opportunity to run the ball. I know they, they typically their defense this season has not been great at handling motion either. So there's two layers to this, jet, this Cowboys defense that you look at what Miami does and what they want to do, and you feel like you're going to have a good opportunity to really get after them when you have the football. So uh, I, I'm opt- cautiously optimistic about this week. Obviously, any team, uh, time a team like that, Takes a loss like the the Cowboys did against the Bills, it's going to refocus you. There's going to be an added sense of urgency. But that's true. Oh, you know Dallas didn't play on the road for a month, and then they got to go to Buffalo, and then they got to turn around and come down here to Miami and play in a very different environment against a team that does the things that you struggle with. So, at the end of the day, the season right now comes down to if you beat Buffalo Week 18, you win the division. Period. You give yourself a chance to to do that ahead of time if you win the next two games. But, you know, just everything that they want is, is on the table in front of them, including if they get hot, run the table. You, you're the one seed in the AFC, and everything's honky dory and you get a week to get ready for a divisional playoff. Right. I so, just yeah. Just, just let's see what happens. But I'm excited that everything that you aspired for this season to be, it, it's right here, right now.
1: Boy, if somebody would have told us before the season started and told the whole fan base – around the country here to here in South Florida. Hey, man, with three games left, two at home, if you win all three, you're a number one seed and you have a bye week to start with. That scenario, And, and you control them all now, and I know they're not easy games, none of them. None of them are nope. easy, but you would take that one every time. You remember the last time we were a number one seed? Or a number no. two seed and got a bye <laughs> week? I don't either. I'm afraid it was back when I played, which is really scary. It was... Uh, A long, long time ago, I think. Anyway, Kyle, thank you, man. I appreciate you coming on this morning. Thanks.
6: Yeah, good stuff, Joe. All
1: right. Kyle Krabs, host of Locked on Fence podcast. You got to check him out, man. He breaks down a lot of stuff in uh, that show and goes back and and looks at everything and and does a a really nice job. Kind of like Michael Kotze at Choice Mortgage. Oh, my gosh. Michael, calm down, brother. Fixed rates now in the fives. Are you kidding? Boy, if you closed on your home in the past year with a rate of over seven, you got to call Michael Kotze. Fixed rates in the FIs with no prepayment penalty. Michael Kotze, in his 30 years of experience working seven days a week, will get it done for you. As soon as you get around to it and making the call to his cell phone, you're ready to go. You need that money for whatever reason. You need that money. could use that by that lower rate, all the difference in that money that you'll be getting and saving. Michael Kotze wants to be the one that's going to be there to help you with his 30 years of experience helping people right here in South Florida. Hey, uh, 561-441-2730. That's 561-441-2730. That's Michael Kotze's cell phone number. When he's not watching his kids play hockey, he's working for you. MLS uh, 166254, rates and terms. we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you
0: on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at TMobile.com/network
1: today.
3: Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at TMobile.com.
1: Season equal housing lender.
4: And now it's time for Hollywood's headlines. Without further ado, here's Hollywood. All
1: right, Woody. What do you have for us here on a? Was it Tuesday?
0: Yes, I, believe, I believe. it is Tuesday. Man,
1: Monday night football really messed me up.
0: Yeah, it, it is tough to keep track of the days. Though. Yeah, especially when this you get time older. of year, oh, and there's man. like holidays, holidays, and we're missing days. And I just stuff. found
1: out some of these guys are taking next week and the week after off.
0: Really? You put a lot of pressure on everyone to work, so we're, we're going to work through. Uh, we'll be here. We'll be here.
1: Just keep working. For the people. <laughs> it's all you, man.
0: <laughs> all right. Um, this had uh, had some UCF vibes here yesterday, man. Did you see the Lakers put up a banner for winning the in-season tournament? Next to all those beautiful championship banners they have. Did they really? Yeah, they hung a banner for it. Yeah, and this feels like UCF celebrating a national championship <laughs> they didn't win. I knew.
1: I knew where you FSU were going. FSU hung
0: that COVID season banner So it has a little bit of that kind of vibe as well. And with that being said, I I got all these FSU buddies of mine who are in the Fantasy League chat and everything. And I keep trying to give them a hard time because they keep complaining.
1: It's over, man. Get ready for the Orange Bowl. I don't know what they
0: think is going to happen. Like, if they have enough lawsuits, they're just going to change the game.
1: Well, they think somebody in that committee is going to get 20 years in prison. I mean, come on. Stop it.
0: Or maybe if they beat Georgia, they could do like UCF did. And you know, celebrate that they're the national champions because they were undefeated and all that. that so. Maybe,
1: maybe you're right. Maybe I didn't even think of that. That would be, be a right. very
0: UCF-ish look. All but. I know is the Orange Bowl's got a good game. Yes, they I do. think they're a little
1: salty with us. We haven't heard from the, the Orange Orange Bowl? Bowl guys. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, are you expecting I, a call?
1: No, I just it's like you know, like they think we're we're ripping the fact that the two teams that could have been in the the playoff. By the way, if it's next year. Mm-hmm. You know, both those teams are in no matter what, even if you're playing your third string quarterback or I, backup.
0: I'm gonna be honest with you right now. I I don't think they care what you or I have to say. I think the game's sold out, isn't it? Yeah, it should be. Okay.
1: You got Georgia and Florida State. They were very nice. One lost behind know, them. Mike don't worry, out you're with the getting, basketball Don't worry, tickets. you're getting involved you're getting invi- invited to everything. You're fine. I'm not going to the I'm Go not going ahead. to a football game. You know? I'm, I'm just saying,
0: I don't think they you're care.
1: Good. Like You're being all
0: weird. All right. Uh we have uh the situation of the NFL here is DeMonte Casey is uh suspended for the year now after yeah. he uh nearly killed Michael Pittman on Saturday. You, and not all, only that, but Brady comes yeah. out afterwards and blames the quarterback, of course.
1: So Tom's been all over this thing about throws and quarterbacks making throws where you leave your receiver in a really bad situation. But which by the way, in the old days. I got a great story, man. If, if for one second here, you, we used to run clear out routes for other guys to come across the middle, but get the safeties out of there because they had to respect mm-hmm. that somebody's running deep. Somebody had to cover them. And one day, Duriel Harris decides because he knows the guy that's clearing out is not getting the football. So Duriel, one of the most selfish players we ever played with, Duriel Harris, great receiver, but very selfish. Um, takes off and jogs down the field, and Nat runs a square in and gets a crap knocked out of him because the safety mm-hmm. doesn't – sees the guy's jogging, so he knows he's not getting the ball. So he sees where the whole thing's going, and and Nat gets hammered. So Nat, Nat didn't put up with that. And Nat is street – Day County street tough. And we're in film study, and Coach Shulie didn't have to say a word because Nat said, you ever – Ever when I have a square in, and you don't clear out when you're supposed to, like we do for your ass. So you, when you catch square ends, there's nobody around. You ever do that again, you won't have to worry about the coach. You I will kick your ass right out of this league, right in front of everybody. <laughs> and Durrell didn't say a word. Like, and you know, everybody's kind of say, you know, it's the same thing. Like, hey man, like you can't get the ball every freaking time, and when you don't get it, you jog when you you could be helping other people out. You know, so. Um, that's always been a topic and, and quarterback knowing coverages, not to throw into friggin' coverage where you get your – and so Brady was partially right, the throw. The throw leads him right towards the safety who's coming at him, but – You didn't have to torpedo with his Correct. helmet. Yeah. But that's the but. That's the big
0: but. And the reason that guy is suspended is because he's done this like 20 that's times. True. So he's a, a repeat
1: offender. So the question – That's a great
0: story, by the way, when you just told
1: – So the question is 100% true, by story. the way. So, 100%, um, I am curious to see, because he's obviously going to appeal. It's a lot of money. A lot of games, yes. a lot of money, to see if he gets something back out of this. Or I don't think he will, because they're not
0: going to make the playoffs, I would imagine. And the season's damn near over, so. Yeah,
1: they're in trouble. I was going to say, I think, the, Col- yeah. the Colts are in pretty good shape right now, actually.
0: Yeah, that Mitch Trubisky thing didn't work out all that well. Ooh. All right, uh, happened, speaking, of, um, his career? speaking of the NFL here, uh, you know they're going to have a uh, game in Brazil next year.
1: Who's playing? Did they say we're playing there? They didn't
0: there? say yet, but Peter King was talking about that the league is considering uh, playing the Brazil game in week one of the NFL season. So someone's opener could be sent out to Brazil.
1: Can I be honest with you? I think everybody thinks it's the Dolphins, the one of the teams. Getting their opener sent to Brazil? Oh, God, That's correct.
0: Man. Growing the sport, yeah. <laughs> I think we're going. By the way, they can- should change it from. They should stop calling it the National Football League, though. International. Put a, put a yeah. Put an eye
1: in front hey, of can, it. Can I ask I, you I this? Do something, so, can, can, Woody. I don't know. I've never made that trip, and I forgot to ask my daughter in law, who's from Brazil. Um, how far is that flight from uh, here? did you just Brazil? go to Brazil? No.
0: Where did you go? Germany. No, no, you went somewhere where they you got all the soccer stuff. You bought a soccer jersey. No, I was but you never Spain. brought them
1: in. No, I was in Spain.
0: Oh, okay. Different <laughs> parts, I don't know. I
1: got you know Woody. What? I got all those soccer jerseys <laughs> Do you? I saw them all the other day. <laughs> I remember you you she like folded, texted us while no, you were she there. You folded them away and I went I got I got one at Real Madrid. Yeah. And one with Barcelona. Well, my son loves soccer. Why don't you bring him in? Right. and
0: I'll give him to him. Okay. All right. He might,
1: we, he might not fit. We in were asking for
0: for, uh, for stuff to get. Him. There you go. Now you don't even have to go out and get him anything. All right. This Tommy DeVito story. Very strange. You see this? He got into a, him and his agent got into a little spat with a pizza place. What he had over paid like four? ten grand or something? No, they were like de- debating his appearance fee. And apparently the agent raised the fee by like 10 grand. He doubled it like after the Monday night game that he balled out. Yeah, you can't do that. So anyway, one of the Giants writers put this on Twitter, so I have to assume it's it's accurate. It says, Giants QB Tommy DeVito recently told the team's social media manager, To quit it with all the Italian bleep, I just want to play football before storming out. DeVito was approached to record a top five Sopranos moments video, which was the final straw before his outburst. At
1: least they didn't ask him about the godfather what, the three or four parts of godfather. Oh, my gosh, that's funny. That is pretty funny. All right, enough of the Italian stuff. I want to be the quarterback. Not everything's got to be about (laughs) Boston mob. I like the, the celebration
0: the Saints did when they sacked him over the weekend. Did you see that they did the like Italian like the hand <laughs> I thing? Didn't see
1: that. I did funny. not see that's funny.
0: Uh, and finally, uh, Logan Paul and KSI, you know they have their drink Prime, right? The, the, Which has become very, very popular. Really popular. This ought to do uh, well for it here. Did you see the new uh, spokesperson for it? I did. The guy that's receivers <laughs> dropped lots of passes. None other than Patrick Mahomes yeah. will be the new spokesman for Prime. And uh, if there he's you jumping go, aboard,
1: that thing must be doing really well. Have you tried it? No. You should try it. You I'm said curious you, what you think. You were the first one to tell me the kids all love it.
0: <clears> throat> it's throat> it's like the most popular drink for the kids. And I, you know, th- th- so the problem is the kids were drinking the energy one. There's a can and there's a bottle. Yeah. The can is, is like energy drink. It's, you know, 200 milligrams of caffeine like any of the others. The bottle is like, it's actually like calorie. Fr- I think it has no calories. It's like kind of like body armor.
1: Well, similar did, products. If it does it's like very, body very
0: armor, sweet. it's going to do real well. But it's very sweet, so you got to have a taste for it, I, I suppose. Um, oh, but I have man. not tried the uh, the energy drink one. I usually stick to the Celsius yeah. stuff here so far. But uh, that, uh, yeah, it's, it's very very popular. They couldn't keep it on the shelves for a while there.
1: I haven't tried it, and since he, he owns it, I probably won't try it. Anyway, hey, uh, Woody, we've got the uh, 8 o'clock hour. Kim Bo are going to join us in 8 o'clock hour. We're going to have Big Bo coming on, talk a little bit uh, about the Dolphins. He's seen it all. Is he in town or is he back home? He's always here. Mm. He's always here. He didn't leave. You go ahead. Get, get your shot in. No, right? no. I
0: was just curious where he's calling from today.
1: No, he's he's here. He's here, man. He's getting ready for the holiday season. Right now, though, speaking of holiday season, Bo and I had something in common yesterday. So I called him yesterday, or he called me, <clears throat> and we started talking about Beverly's Jewelers. <clears throat> I go, damn, I got to go down and see Jeff. I got to get down. I got a few days. And, I, and he goes, hey, w- w-, he, you know, he was on his way. So I said, uh, you know what the great news is, honestly, I could go in like four days, and it's fine, because they got everything I need, and I do it at the last second. Beverly's Jewelers really is the place to go if you're like Bo or myself and you're just going down there. And you have no idea what to get. Beverly's Jewelers will uh, help you out. Amanda and Jeff, uh, father and daughter, and that great staff they have at Beverly's Jewelers. Going to treat you right. They really going to treat everybody right. If you're new in town and need a jewelry store, make it go to Fort Lauderdale Commercial Boulevard. And, uh, and get over there to Beverly's Jewelers. Got a nice big store with really knowledgeable people and plenty of diamonds. From everything from the diamond engagement ring, whether you want a lab-grown diamond or earth-grown diamond, not a problem. Uh, they've got it for you. A large selection to make sure you get the perfect diamond engagement ring before you pop the big question. Hey, they're the diamond experts. They'll help you every step of the way. They have one of the largest selections of certified diamonds. World-class custom design studio no interest financing, free gift wrapping. Beverly's really does. They make it easy. Shop early, avoid the crowds. You better hurry cuz it's going to start picking up. They're offering 50 to 70% off select jewelry now through Christmas. Necklaces, bracelets, earrings. Matter of fact, go to bevjewelers.com and you can see some of the things that they have. But more importantly, you got to get down to the store off Commercial Boulevard. You really do. Yeah, you you'll walk in there and uh, grab a coffee. And, uh, and get ready to go. Get exactly what you want. They'll have some great ideas. If you're not sure like me and you don't have any kind of taste buds for what your wife likes, I understand. I go through that myself. All right, so, so we got you covered on everything. Take it from me. The only place I've gone the last 30 years is Beverly's Jewelers in Fort Lauderdale or go online to BevJewelers.com. And by the way, if you need some extra cash, Beverly's Gold Buyers are on site every day for immediate payment with the highest payouts. And I want to let you know, Beverly's Jewelers extended their holiday hours, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., Monday through Friday. So you got a couple hours later in the evening when you get off work to stop by there before 7. And if not, uh, Saturday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. and Sunday, Christmas Eve, from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. That's a little late in the game, but hey, for some reason, if you're in that jam, it's a great place to go to get out of that jam. So whatever it is, man, it's Beverly's Jewelers where South Florida gets engaged.